off top. The world's first amusement park is believed to be in Klompenburg, Denmark. It's called Bakken. It was opened in 1583. Apparently, it's still open now. Play the music. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show. What up, Charlie? Hopefully we can amuse the people today. I, I looked up amusement parks uh, facts because I'm going to Six Flags after we leave here with the kids today. This is so. my favorite image to think of. of you, you just being very cranky on roller coasters for the next six hours. <laughs> uh, man, I, I I can act like I'm happy. I know how to act like I'm happy for the kids' sake. They they can't see through it just yet. And I mean, them being happy is fun. So yeah, that's yeah. that's what happens. We have memories and we had a water bu- water balloon f- fight yesterday. Oh, water balloon fl- fights are incredible. I didn't want to participate in it. So I was like, you you guys go have water bu- balloon fight. But then I got jealous. So I, I was went about outside, to say. Right, started lighting them up. It's also that's like, I mean, I guess I'm not a father. I don't know. But as a former camp counselor is. It's it's a zero stakes thing to just let let the cannon loose, let the oh, howitzer yeah. go. <laughs> I was gunning them yeah. across the backyard, deep bombs lighting up a seven year old. It was fun. Anyway, uh, I was on target yesterday with my water balloon fights. Hopefully, the NBA draft Look is going to transition. be. A, <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible Look transition. I'm actually excited about this NBA yeah, draft because the draft normally in the NBA, I think the players are like. They, you go long stretches without knowing who's going to be in the draft or like knowing a specific player that is going to be impactful. I think this draft is going to be interesting because there's two things that I think are going to make it interesting. One, there are multiple players that we think can be impactful. Like I would say Scoot, Brandon Miller. Uh, I mean, I guess the Amon or the Amon twins, the Thompson twins are kind of hit or miss. And then there's obviously Victor. Yeah, I think there, there are more too. Like you could get Cam Whitmore in there. You can get guys at the end of the draft who could go to really good teams because there are a bunch of like big wing role player guys who are interesting. But I guess what I'm saying is slightly different. Yeah, I need to know your name before. It's fair. Like it's like I, these. There are players that I'm excited about. There are players that could be impactful. Like Christian Brown is a player who's impactful in important games. I didn't know who he was a couple years ago. I didn't know who he was last year. You know I didn't know he was a white guy in Kansas next to. Oshay Agbaje. Yeah. And that I mean, you, you watch a little bit more college basketball, probably a lot more college basketball than me. But I think that makes it interesting. And also, there are going to be a ton of, or there's a potential for a ton of trades with big name players that could like shift the dynamics of the league. So there's a couple different things that I'm excited about. Which one do you want to start on? The big potential trades or Scoot? Or Brandon Miller, because I know we disagree on Scoot versus Brandon Miller for the second pick. I want to start with with Charlotte. Let's start with Charlotte in the second pick. So Charlotte has the second pick. They have uh, Ball, uh, LaMelo Ball, who is their, I guess, their franchise player at this point, which he's very talented. He's a great passer, um, can play off the ball. They're trying to build something there. Jordan is going to sell the team, I think, right? That's the plan. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. So they're building something there for, for the post-Jordan future. And the question is, do you go with Scoot Henderson, who's a super athlete at point guard, 6'2", is not a great shooter, uh, is going to be hunted on defense, even though he's maybe he's small. Like, that tends to be the case. He's so strong. He's very strong. He's so strong, and he's so young, and he's so athletic. It's like it to me. It's very unclear if he's going to be hunted on defense as, as of yet because he's long, and 
I mean, we saw a six, two and a half Dwayne Wade be like a borderline dominant weak side shot blocker in the NBA. Um, so I, the defense with guys that young, it's impossible to say. Well, I mean, a weak, weak side shot blocker is not the same. You he, can was still also be a, he was still yeah. an incredible perimeter defender yeah. as well. Okay, so uh, I guess we can – we aren't sure that he's going to be a great defender. Uh, you know how I feel in – about uh, players in the NBA. The reason why I lean closer to Brandon Miller is the the small guard thing scares me and also the shooting thing scares me. Brandon Miller is one of the few players and a lot of guys have, that's that's normally the criticism for perimeter players that are coming to the draft. Like they're going to have to work on a shot. Like it's a broken record. Everyone has to work on a shot. Brandon Miller does not. That makes me happy. He's a big perimeter player you know me and wings I get excited about wings he's a big wing player who's already projects I think to not be a a liability on defense can handle the ball can pass the ball and can shoot I don't understand the the reason why you can look at both of those players and come out of it thinking like clearly that scoot is the way to go so they are to me Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller are an interesting situation. I don't think either one of those guys are being drafted to be the best guy on a title team, which I think changes the expectations significantly because you're not looking for the A1. You're not looking for the Steph Curry, Jokic, and Bede with these guys. Can they be a number two or a number three on a title team? And the odds are both of them could be in that number three role. This is why the degradation of college basketball is so frustrating to me. The Brandon Miller thing, because Brandon Miller... um, I think I can say this in a really kind, nice way, was dog shit in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> that was like, kind of nice. It was, I mean, that was yeah. a really nice way to say someone who was historically yeah. terrible, who can never really be contested in college basketball because he's a 6'9 jump shooter, mm-hmm. um, basically no-showed the entire tournament. He had like a, a small groin strain. And he might be like a, he might be a very nice player. I, what we know from Scoot Henderson was every time there was a competitive game with Wembenyama, he went crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, his first year playing in the G League, he was awesome when he was younger in actual pros at a much higher level than college basketball. And this past year, the jump shooting, yeah, he shot 27% overall and 32% in the G League regular season. It's It remains to be seen. And I say that because if we, yeah, sure, someone like John Morant might be an outlier. Mm-hmm. But if you had said to either one of us with John Morant leaving Murray State, oh, this athletic guy is going to become a competent enough outside shooter to make him completely unstoppable going to the basket, we would have both been surprised. So to me, it's not clear he's going to be Russell Westbrook. And the other thing is, I think Charlotte just needs to be an asset acquisition mode. Like we, like, are we sure LaMelo Ball is a franchise player? He's completely he's out of their control. He's franchise player. Yeah. I, I, he's not a number one player on the championship team. If that's if that's what we're thinking of as a franchise player, like to say the way we talk mm-hmm. about franchise quarterbacks in football, it's like, all right, can we win a Super Bowl Ooh. with this guy? I don't think that you can win a championship with LaMelo as your number one Beyond that, player. what if you're just if you just strip it down? Do you think it's smart to make your entire asset acquisition strategy fit around LaMelo Ball? No. So then you got to just take the best player. Agreed. <laughs> and I guess it's that. Uh, and maybe I'm being more risk averse than you because I think I feel more comfortable and confident that Brandon Miller's skill set is something that will translate to being valuable in the NBA. I I get what you're saying. And so to be completely transparent, this is not the NFL draft. I don't spend a ton of time yeah. watching film on these players. It's mostly reading what other people think. And most people I think believe Scoot Henderson is a better player. So this it's is a, it's actually pretty split. I think it's a it's a 
it's this is sort of a, a litmus test of of how you view yeah. what you can find out of these guys. And I actually don't necessarily think that watching a ton of film has proven to make any of us better at knowing who's going to go where. And as a matter of Thank like you Josh Allen, yeah, as a matter of practice, I think that it's more important to go with like what you believe as a philosophy than it is to go with specific players uh, unless there's the NBA draft where it's every five to 10 years, there's somebody who rolls out. They're like, all right, oh yeah, who are we kidding? This is the guy. Let's get him. But, and that's Victor this year. So <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about the NBA draft that has an all-time great player potential in it. And we're not going to talk about him at all because there ain't shit to talk about. <laughs> he's going to go to the Spurs and he's going to be impactful immediately. And, has the potential to be the best player in basketball at some point in his career. Everything he does is so smart too. Even him yeah. skipping summer league, it's like you're playing this full French season. Now yeah. you're going to skip like, you're so advanced Victor. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, has the, already has the professional experience because he's a pro and he has the professional team around him, which makes me feel a little bit better about injury future and all that sort of stuff. I am borderline. I mean, actually this is going to make me, sound like I have a foot fetish, but I like watching the videos of Victor Webanyama doing his foot workout so he never injures his feet. <laughs> that is the craziest thing I've heard anyone ever no, say. No, 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 They dub it with like little pianos so he's like walking on his toes and it's like ding, 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 <laughs> never ding, seen this. And he's seven foot five and they're hilarious. Alright, you're gonna have to send this to me or maybe not because I don't know if I need that in my search history. I'll send it to Pablo. Pablo <laughs> would love it. He will love it. I forgot that wasn't where I wanted to go initially, but I, oh, I was saying about making decisions in the draft that this is how I talked myself into Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson is like, you know, my general basketball philosophies is no small guards and you need wing players and shooting. These are things that I think and the way that I think about this is there are some things that are hard to find and there are some things that are incredibly hard to find. Yeah. And so a 6'2 super athlete who's competitive. It's not easy to find. But it's easier to find than six, seven, six, eight, six, nine perimeter defenders that are, uh, I wouldn't say knockdown shooters, but are good shooters. And also, what, what are people normally looking for in basketball and what translates to winning? And, and I guess your, your point about neither of these guys being the number one on a championship team, I think that matters some too, because I was going to make the point that, we don't have much history, a point that I make all the time and lots of people make. We don't have much history in NBA of small guards being uh, the leaders on championship teams. So I guess your argument against that is like we don't expect Scoot to be that. No, we don't. And I think we have we're having a extended history of explosive guards being like impactful, impactful second and third options on teams. And it's like, you know, body type wise, there's no reason he can't play like a Jamal Murray. I yeah. mean, Jamal Murray's handle and jump shot is so sick. So like right. that, that is the reason. But a Jamal Murray or be a defensive impact player like Drew Holiday um, on previous championship teams. Those are roles that are becoming in increasingly important. Best way to keep people out of the lane, point of attack defenders. All right. I mean, I, I could get it. I'm not, I'm certainly not arguing that Scoot Henderson is bad. He's not a player that I wouldn't want. But I think I just, uh, the point is neither of us believe that either of these guys is going to be the number one player. So I want to get something that I know will be valuable. I think it's a possibility and I could be wrong. Your point about Brandon Miller stinking up in the tournament is a good one and him not being fully challenged in college basketball is fair. But I feel confident that if you're six, nine and you can shoot 
you're going to be a asset and you aren't a complete nothing on defense. Like we watched Duncan Robinson like be integral to what the Heat were doing in a long stretch of the playoffs. He just developed a little bit of penetration. They hide him on defense, but he can shoot and he's tall. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, the bigger, the biggest example is Michael Porter Jr. I yeah. think that's actually, a, I think that's actually a fair comp for someone like Brandon Miller because we yeah. don't know how complete ever. I mean, people compared him to Paul George. Paul George is a unique development case. It's like, yeah. may, I don't know, maybe you can be a Jalen Brown, maybe you can be a Michael Porter Jr. Someone in that vein where there are. He can dribble though. Yeah, yeah. I, I. I'm just joking. Just making fun of Jalen, our favorite pastime on the, this podcast. It uh, seems like. But I would say I think there's a there is a misconception sometimes of. Um, when people say that they can shoot and compare them to like other, like there are special like movement shooters in the NBA. And I think it's really hard to tell sometimes in the way college offenses run so much more slowly. Right. If Brandon Miller can be someone who can fly off a screen like a Duncan Robinson and shoot 45%. Um, the, this is going to, you're forcing me to get on my, on my soapbox and act like an old man. This is why it stinks that we don't have real college basketball anymore. It stinks because we don't have, Okay, we got the Thompson twins. They're 20 years old. They're gigantic wing super athletes. They're playing against 15 year olds in overtime <laughs> elite who are, who would like ride the bench at right. Coastal Carolina. We have Scoot Henderson who basically realized, oh, I'm going to be a top two pick and didn't have a, like a serious G League season this year. Um, and comparing that to Brandon Miller, who then stunk in the tournament, who if this had been five years ago and you'd basically been like, oh, this guy who's supposed to be a top three pick is going to shoot under 20% in multiple tournament games. We would have genuinely skewered the guy and probably fairly because he was playing against all of his peers. And now it's impossible to evaluate because like, I'm not going to sit here and grind G League to film. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm watching the OTE g- yeah. games. Like, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. The, the kind of deterioration of college basketball sucks, but college basketball also sucks. I know. Like, so like, it's a weird thing to be is like, man, I miss how great college basketball was when it really exploited the players. But I mean, I no, do no, miss no. how great college basketball was. I don't miss the exploitation. No, I miss the TV product. Oh yeah, yeah. Agreed. No one misses the exploitation, but <laughs> coach K and Jay Wright, they all quit. <laughs> they true. missed Roy Williams. Yeah. yeah. Jim Beheim. Yeah. They, they, they all, they all missed the exploitation, but yeah, I, I do remember that in, and you knew the players better. You had a better feel for them. But yeah. we're not going to turn into an old man podcast just yet. I'm the only person that's 40, so we can stay a little I got young. one more old man got take on that. Take? I right. think that that was actually the better development path for players. Like people even oh, compared to basketball? Yeah, compared to some of these like low-level professional leagues. Yeah, I think it's probably it's more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, these low-level professional leagues are bad. And one and done is probably bad i mean one and done is there is no development you would think in yeah colleges. and i just think that like um i i i would love to see a larger case study on this i don't know how you could do it but someone like scoot i think playing the last two years in like the acc or playing for uh a, like oh. a, a really good coach he played could have played for a jay Wright at villanova yeah, it would have been a much player. more interesting way to see him grow as a basketball player than being I know he was a professional. I know he was playing against yeah. grown men, but it was it's like any minor league sport. It's much more self-serving. You're basically trying to figure out a way to get to yeah. the next level rather yeah. than And it's a it's not a true test yeah. in that if you're out there uh just playing for the next level, you aren't seeing the true competitiveness. You're not seeing inside a scheme. You're not seeing you're seeing a guy practice yeah. in live action. But it's also like this is something that for the non Scoot Hendersons, for the non Thompson twins, like 
I don't know how this is going to be sustainable. There are going to be guys who are never going to make it who are going to this league because they think it's like the best way to get paid. And I right. do, I genuinely don't think it's the best way to prepare for the NBA. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, so that aside, the other most exciting thing about this draft is we're going to have trades. And so many trades. It's not something, and trades with big names like yep. Bradley Beal, Levine might be up, Damian Lillard is probably the crown jewel that is openly being traded. I think the Pelicans have already said that they changed their mind on that whole Zion thing, which was would have made him the crown jewel available in this particular trade market. If there is a way to price Zion Williamson out of New Orleans, uh, to me, this is like genuinely fascinating because we we should talk about a bunch of these trades, but guys, I think you can make a case and I would make the case that he's the third best offensive player in the NBA after Curry and Jokic above Embiid, above Durant. He's just completely unstoppable when he plays. 
but there are not 22 year olds who have that injury history who don't play who have yeah. max contracts who you who become available or are that this big of a risk to trade for valuing him is hard someone's getting ripped off yeah i mean it's it's an inevitable because what he can be is what you're paying for and it's possible that he never gets to that and then you end up having given up everything to get someone who could potentially be an mvp in the league and you end up with a with a zero so it's a hard trade to to make it's not even like when we have players who force a trade yeah those trades are hard to make sometimes but it also you know what you're getting yeah like he's a great player and you know what the trade-off is so i don't know how you like how you what discount rates you use to to um factor in the idea that maybe he never becomes the player he's supposed he's supposed to be but I, i'm on record with this i've said this on a number of different platforms that i've been on you take the chance if yeah. Zion. So we're talking about something that apparently is no longer. An <laughs> yeah, option. So we can we can move on from that conversation. But generally, my feel is you take the chance because yeah. those players are the hardest thing to find. And if you can get one, you get one. So let's go to Damian Lillard. Okay. Uh, where does he go that immediately becomes a title? I would say contender, but I feel like any team that becomes a title contender is already kind of on the verge of it. So it's not he's not going to go anywhere that no one respects. And then all of a sudden they're going to be great. So of the competitive teams this previous season, what's the team that you think Damian Lillard has the potential to go to? And we might consider a favorite if he ends up there. I know he's he's made the point that Miami is one of the places that he's interested in. Yeah. Do you think Miami is a... Miami's the, Miami is the answer. Yeah. It's the answer. I mean, like, he... First of all, he instantly becomes best player on the team. Um, he fixes so many of their, like... They were a team built on lurching into... Yeah. <laughs> into other players, right. benefiting... Uh, getting the benefit of the doubt from the refs. Basically adding someone who is, I don't know, the second best shooter of all time after Steph Curry, um, who aligns his prime with Jimmy Butler, who spreads the floor so much. I mean, I think he you raise the ceiling a lot for that team. Some, a team that we don't really think of as like one of the best teams in the East next year. I think they instantly become the best team in the East. Yeah, you, you do. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess it's hard to argue given what they accomplished this year. Uh and as much as I kind of want to say it's a fluke because they're not that talented, it's impossible to say a team that's been as competitive competitive as they have been for the last three years. And also the NBA playoffs, it's not the NFL playoffs where you kind of can get hot and you could get one game sample and be a fluke. You got to win series, <laughs> like seven, multiple seven game series. So this team is good, but he's not going to be free. And I know we agree that the value of these players with the new CBA, the value of these players on these supermax deals are coming down because you can you can do fewer manipulations with the cap to build around them so it is a limiting factor the salary is a limiting factor in a way that it hasn't been before so Damian Lillard is likely going to be cheaper as far as trade compensation is concerned than he would have been a couple years ago however he's not going to be free so I don't know what they're going to move on from but I guess the Heat is the one team that you trust can manufacture role players out of nothing. So that is not something that they should be uh, upset about. Yeah, you keep Jimmy and you keep Bam. 
the fascinating thing everything else can go yeah the fast i mean you can find a new caleb martin like pat riley can build a new one (laughs) bigger faster stronger the interesting thing about damian lillard is he's probably going to be the best player that's ever been traded that instantly becomes a bad contract for the team that trades him i think in 27 in 26 27 he's making 63 million dollars a year and he's going to be like i don't know 100 years old um (laughs) well it's not instant it's in 26 27 sure yes uh but yeah it is a bad contract all right charlie i appreciate you buddy now time for roses and thorns how has Dominique been lately? Bad or good? Let's find out. This is Roses and Thorns. And now, time for my favorite part of the show with my favorite person, Roses and Thorns. My wife, Ashley, is here to tell me what I did great this week and what I need to work on. <laughs> so many things. Hold on. So many things what? I need to work oh, on? Oh, that you did great. Okay. I've, okay. Let's hear them. Oh, okay. Oh, put me on the spot, why don't you? We didn't put you on the spot. It was a surprise. It says it on the screen right there. Rose and Thorn. We've been doing it every week. Normally they come to me later. This okay, Uh, and that's true. We do do it every week. And actually, I you know what? We're doing it early. We did two this week. Or did we do? We did on Friday last week. We've been doing it. We're all off. Normally, we really were doing them every Monday before Mm -hmm. they come out on Tuesday when we were doing them at home. But now that we're like coming in, um, like when we travel or when one of us is traveling, we can't do it on Monday anymore. Like like before, we would do them from like a hotel in new york yeah. like it was fine if we were away but now that we've gotten all official which i love thank you pop bill we actually have to like be here to do them um and so with summer and stuff and kids stuff going on and travel for him we've been kind of off schedule so this is a thursday um it will come oh, out yeah, next to- someone said earlier it was friday and i said excuse me i'm sorry and i said look at me knowing the day. <laughs> i was very yeah. proud of myself but only because i knew we were coming here on thursday um and so it'll come out next tuesday and so here so normally i come up with the roses like come as out t- we next go. Tuesday it's going to come out today. It will come out today. Yeah. Um, exactly. Happy Tuesday, <laughs> June 20th to you people. Um, you and yesterday was Juneteenth. So this is a rose that my husband is. Normally, I'm the one that's really on theme. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, my husband is wearing a Juneteenth shirt. So he today is trying to steal my um, theminess. So congrats. That's a rose. Oh, yeah. I mean, I... Who so got we're it not even going to tell the people that. Who got it for you, though? <laughs> yeah, Who got it and said, you that? know, you should wear it. It was laying uh, uh, in my closet when I got out of the shower today, so I put it on, and it looked nice with the shoes that I wanted to wear anyway. So perfectly done. Happy Juneteenth to you, and happy Juneteenth to everyone. Juneteenth's a weird kind of holiday because it's the celebration of people finding out that slavery was over a years, long time ago. years, <laughs> years after yeah, it was over. It's like, yeah. oh, word? So y'all just wasn't going to tell us that slavery is over? <laughs> when I go- found that part out about yeah. the delay, I was like, like oh yeah okay (laughs) but you know as we all know i love a chance to celebrate and and i love i love fourth of july too i'm not gonna be honest just because i love july my birthday's july 8th our anniversary is july 3rd um july 4th just why not throw more festivity in there like i like all reasons to be festive we used to have well pre-pandemic we used to have did we have a fourth yeah we had a fourth of july party no we had a well it was july 3rd it was an anniversary party for our fifth anniversary anniversary party but it was it was people there I know. I had an anniversary party. Why would and you have, that's, That seems, I don't know. Really, I just wanted to have a party. And like, yeah. like the answer is always because I wanted to have a party. I made the joke several times also is that yeah. it, that uh, our wedding was the day before ball Independence and chain day. day. for him. Yeah, it wasn't a ball and chain. It's, uh, I'm a joy. It's, I don't know. I was trying to think of two other things that are the opposite of ball and chain. Like feathers. I um, let you fly. A wings and a rocket. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rocket wings, because I'm soaring. I take him to new heights. You do. I <laughs> am high welcome. all the time. I feel like now. there's a Beyonce song on Renaissance or something like that. Like uh, the I really mean, upgrade one. you. I feel like. Oh, oh, you cannot you. tell me I think when upgrade favorite. you would come on. I'd be like, he's welcome. He is back. This is like before we were married when we were dating. Um, no, but I mean, currently there's one. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Throw it in the bag. Is that um, what my song? That because if you could let me upgrade you, like I need a song too. Sure, like, sure. Does like he know the song. lyrics to that? song sure I, I know i mean i'm just it's not about whether i like it or not it's about what has actually happened <laughs> it's just about you spending money on whatever it is you want right that's okay, essentially listen. what throwing in the bag is we're getting a whole new damn kitchen that's gonna cost never mind and what i was to about to say this show is is about like the surface level relationship conversation <laughs> it's not about the deep stressors and I, I've been taking things off. What I was about to say was why when he said, why did we have a 4th of July party? I was like, we might need to have a Valentine's Day party this year. Why? Because our kitchen will finally be done. And my pink cabinets will really lend themselves to a Valentine's Day party. Um, it's a slow process. Refrigerators really take a long when time. When I come in. up from the basement and working and I see all eight people in my house just it. walking around with he, like, clipboards. He rides his bike to Safeway. About yeah putting more and more thousands of dollars on stuff it's like man if you don't get today was actually a let's take some money off of stuff meeting but i think there were places like oh but we forgot this and i was <laughs> like oh okay um okay i'm actually dressed festively today too what's th figure is, it out i well you have on fatigue pants i love fatigue pants you have on a uh, pearl sheer top uh i don't know they go together okay? army prom is that is today the prom at West Point? Try again. Uh, I don't know. Um, Pearl's the pearls. birthstone for June. Oh, cool, nice. I like it. Cool. All right. That's not why I'm wearing this. But <laughs> when I complimented him, I was like, "No, you're festive too." Remember why? <laughs> um, he can't be the only one festive, but you do. You look great. So that's a Thank definite you. rose for you. Another rose is that you that you are managing your stress around this kitchen renovation mm. as well as can be ex very well. Yeah. And as well as can be expected is fine. I would um, like you to know that I am stressed. Oh, I know. Good. I know. But also because I know I'm like, you know what? We don't need to do all this. It's not worth the stress on my <laughs> husband. We just need to do a lot of it, not all of it. My favorite part is when you get the 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 quote for how much it's going to cost is like, that ah! you feel guilty and then you say things that obviously aren't true. <laughs> Like how you're gonna cut back on other things going forward, and I'm just like, stop! Don't don't lie to me. Like it's not fun. I, we the problem both is know, I'm lying to myself too. I know. I guess maybe in the moment you believe it, and then but, I'm like, I just need this. One more thing. Yeah. Then don't create those expectations. It's it's like <laughs> when I sent you the video of Avery. So our daughter <laughs> oh, yeah, was used to be our oldest, who's like she's a gym, guys. She's 12 now. Um, she used to she had like a real serious Annie phase, like the black Annie though, with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I hope he's on the mend. Um, and so she used to love singing the Annie songs, but she's also creative. So she would sing her own songs. So at one point, we're at our house in D.C., which we bought thinking we were going to like live in there full we time. Could splice that in. But then, oh, yes. But then we ended up, but it's like awful. But but um, but then we ended up having the house in D.C. 
while also like renting out our house in Baltimore, while also renting an apartment that we were primarily in, in New York. But anyway, so our daughter wanted to go out to dinner, Cheesecake Factory, I believe it was, one night. And I was like, no, mommy has to clean. I'm just going to cook like probably chicken tenders, like something for her and her little brother was just two at the time. And she starts, not even knowing I'm paying attention, in her playroom, on her fancy toys, like a whole playroom upstairs, while I am cleaning simply so that we can go to our other apartment singing this song. And she was so passionate. I had to record it. And it's become like one of like the jokes that we bring back up year after year on our family and her song was why can't why don't we get to eat dinner go out to dinner we are poor we don't have money i'm sorry why do we have to be hungry at night it kept going and some of the video i can't really understand but she like really was feeling this all because we couldn't effing go to cheesecake factory because i had to clean she was like four or five um so like she wasn't that out of touch but i sent that video to dom i was like after the kitchen gets redone, this is going to be me. I'm just going to be cooking a lot because I'll have this pretty new kitchen and I'm only going to cook and we'll only go out to eat on date nights. He rejected that. And yeah, because and you kept saying it and I, you kept saying it, which made me think that maybe you did believe that. I you did believe to, it for yeah. a little bit. I was like, I can be a kitchen influencer because I'll have a pretty pink kitchen and I can set up the ring light we used to use for, for, um, which it and pictures. For no, not for pictures. For when we this? do this at home, oh. um, there's like a ring light just sitting in our dining room right now. Like in my mind, for ten seconds, I was like, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drink cocktails and listen to my music. Like I actually do do that can when we I write cook it off? and let's have fun. Do, let's do one influencer video and then write off the whole kitchen. Oh my god, can we? Can an accountant yeah, fact check that for us? Evidence the IRS when we um, come in. No, I'm gonna us. do a lot of influencer videos. I'm gonna be an, even if they don't all make it to to my site (laughs) i will have done them um so anyway so that was another rose another one is you cooked last night i had taken the kids my parents have a place in delaware so i was there and we came back late last night to dinner so that's another rose thank you nobody ate it and no one ate it we had eaten on the road but it was still really sweet of him um and i had a piece of chicken thigh before i left today so i appreciate that another rose is he's planning a trip to six flags with the kids there's like a rose well, it's, it's a thorn for, the kids, for all It's a of thorn us. for me and him. We do not want to go to six. Last flags. year, I guess what you happened went by was, yourself. Yeah, was, last year we I was had right just, across the street. Actually, we had just shower. gotten back from some trip. Disney World. We just gotten back from Disney World, and you had to go to a friend's a baby, birthday party or baby something. Shower. A baby shower, and you um were gone all day. So like, I wanted to do something with the kids because. Anyone with multiple kids knows that the hardest thing probably to do is just be home with them. Multiple like, to like argue with each yeah, other. Activities. Or they, or better. you have to just accept they're going to be on screens. And like at least for us, when we pull our kids off of screens, they're not really great people. So yeah. it's like, you I know, mean, after like that, an hour on screens, you're like, shoot, I got to break this up or commit to screens all day. <laughs> I think also um, it might have also been me being kind of I don't remember exactly, but I also feel like it was coming on the heels of you. You saying something about me being with the kids. Right. I think I said like something about like you planning or you you were. I think it was because was that when you were calling your mom to come a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like these are different times, but it was something Maybe, like but that. But it was connected to that. Yeah, where like, If you like, left me with the kids, I would invite my mom over. And it wasn't because I needed the help. But as much as it was because like to be home with she enjoyed. Being with them, and I 
enjoy to, calling her to come be with I her. need to go see them. And, and that's I don't. such a rose that he wants to share the joy of our children with our family. I, mean, our not, I, family. I, I get why you would bring that up, but I don't get why you want me Throwing to be miserable. Roses. So it was, I think part of it was. <laughs> and the kids are happier too. Like I want everyone to be miserable yeah, just to experience true. the misery that, that I feel like I On a regular basis. And uh, so of all the things that you are willing to spend money on, I would love to pay for more help for you, but it's something that you would not be interested in. You would not accept. But anyway, the point was that day I took them to a laser tag place. We went to a go-karting place and then we ended the day at Six Flags and the Six Flags here has a water park and it has like a regular music. And that park. just seems dirty. But yeah, anyway. it was. Although we are going, but it's so snobby of me because we're going to a water park yeah. in Virginia. Not a water park, a water park in Florida. Water parks are dirty. I know, but yeah. but that one I'm like, oh, they have cabanas with cable yeah. TV and this one that we're going to in Florida Rich next people week. are dirty too. No, I know. It's, yeah, all, it's equally it's like, dirty. Yeah, it's equally um, dirty. The Six Flags but one, I, get a I think. cabana at least. At like the Six Flags one, one looks a little dirtier because I think that it gets used more yeah. so like the stuff is dingier so like like there's clean stuff in in your fancy water park, but still, all these dirty people are getting in there with their dirty bodies. Kids are peeing in there. And it's like, I mean, it's all dirty. Whatever, it's gonna be dirty. It's fine. And, I want to go. Yeah, you don't have to get in. Avery doesn't want to get in the water park, so I'll get in the dirty water park with the younger two. Who I bought us all water shoes. Like yeah. those really, those Keens, those ones oh, that little kids fancy. wear. He's going to look so cute in his Keens. Um, <laughs> but I forgot how we got here. But anyway, the oh, point Rose, is. Six Flags. Oh, yeah. So we're going to Six Flags, which is a thorn for both of us, but a rose for the kids. But you, oh, you don't have it. to go. I know. So this is actually a question I have. So I feel bad because like you guys know on here that I roast Dominique. We're not roast him, but like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Mother's Day. Thanks. She made me that dinner that I cleaned up after. Um, and <laughs> thanks. Um, when we all know I love going out. Like, and so he, I think he knows how. How I like to spend my time. Not to say that every single time, like that's what I would want to do, you know. So I think that's the hard part. Because honestly, I think had you been like, like Mother's Day, I was really tired. Whatever we yeah, had we stuff had going a, on um, that a, a really busy that weekend. Yeah. And so I, I, I had made my own reservation call because I knew he wouldn't have done nothing. But I went ahead and canceled it because I was like, I'm tired. I don't really feel like going out. But I also. Um, I don't know what I felt like. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. But, but so I can't be, but I can't be mad at him for not knowing, but I think I know what he likes, but I'm like, maybe I don't. How would you like to celebrate Father's Day? I don't care. It's the thing. Like, I'm not, when have you ever known me? And I think that's part of the, the issue with me not being great around celebrations that you want to celebrate. It's like, I don't celebrate. Like, yeah, I don't really want to, it's not a thing that I, I'm getting used to it because it's a thing that is very important to you and your family. And like, when there's a birthday, anyone's birthday, any random birthday, it doesn't have to be a big birthday within your family. There's normally a couple of dinners. And if they're young enough, there's a party and a couple of dinners. And it's like, okay, this person just turned Celebrate 33. Life. Yes. Like, and and I, they are living. Yeah, it's fine. I don't, I'm not knocking, I'm not judging it. It's just like, we are very and different. Listen, he really spectrum. isn't judging in this case. Last week when he said he's not judging, we both went back and agreed that he was judging was about judging social about? media, uh, um, people on social media. Um, this remember, time he's actually yeah. not. I think you used to kind of judge it a bit, like really we have to do something else. But he really doesn't. No, I, just I right. think it would, because we everyone knows that I'm kind of introverted and it requires a lot. It's like, God damn, we got to do another party. Yeah, we got to <laughs> see people. What? Again? Again? Like, didn't we do this already? And this person's birthday is like, whatever. It's just a random birthday. It's not like they turn five, but I've gotten accustomed to it. And this is what we do in this family now. And the kids like it. And we have multiple cakes and it's whatever. We celebrate. I'm a fan of celebrating if it makes people happy. But it doesn't make you happy. But it's not my thing. So like when it's my birthday, leave me alone. Yeah. When it's 
Father's Day, I'm good. Let's just so say happy Father's Day. So the first part of his Father's on. Day gift, I got him like nothing, like a t-shirt, like a, a bunch of small things. But the main part of the Father's Day gift was that I took the kids away for a few days <laughs> prior to Father's Day. Because like your kids can't actually, you seem like a really shitty parent if your kids aren't around on Mother or Father's Day. But I was like, you know what? Like, we're going to get out of your hair for a bit and let you eat. But then I was so sad because I got back and found out that he was like sleepy and, and yeah. hadn't been sleeping. Um, it's weird. I think um, he, he I, needs me next to him to sleep. Yeah. I, I, I imagine that I I had a, a conversation earlier today with one of my friends, Wyatt, and he's about to go on a trip to Paris by himself. And it's like, all right, that sounds cool. And it's something that if you asked me a year ago or a couple years ago, would you be able to go on a trip by yourself and have fun? I would have been like, yeah, but now I realize I can't. I've become like, so Ball and my, chained. my life has become so intertwined in yours because I know this because I went to Miami to do some work down there and I was in Miami by myself with nothing to do. And I found myself not sleeping well, being bored and being angry. It's like, I wish I was home. Like I wish that he wishes Ashley he was home was with here. his Xbox. Oh yeah, that would be nice. His children. That'd be nice. Or I wish that you were there. Like that'd be nice because, like, I don't know what single men do on a trip. I mean, I guess I know what single men do. I don't know what married men who are alone <laughs> on a trip do to have fun. It's like, what do I want to do? I guess I go to movies. I, I, you can go have dinner at a bar, but then it's like, what do you do after that? I'm not gonna go to the club by myself. It's like I found myself in Miami just like. <sighs> done with my work looking around and then I can't sleep because I don't know why I, I used to laugh at you when you say that like I try when I traveled you wouldn't sleep as well just because so I'm miserable. like physically in the bed and I used to have to get up super early whenever I traveled I still do but so I didn't think much about how poorly I sleep but now I realize what you were talking about where it's like I don't know it's not even like I'm worried it's just like this is something's wrong with this this is not right me, guys. So then I hired a girlfriend for the day and I was good. Me and Paul Pierce, baby. Okay, Paul Pierce. PP. Um, he's so annoying. Like he almost was sweet, guys, and it got uncomfortable for him. So you he was me. like, let me tell you Let's that I had an escort Let's instead. You know what? That's fine. That's why your Father's Day present is waking up at 6 a.m. on Monday to fly away with your three children and me so that you can to sleep. We just a, want you to get good sleep. That's yeah, all. Nah, I, we'll I'm all be there in one to, suite together. I'm looking forward to this great... Uh, Miami trip. Now we're going back to Miami, not for work, but for you and the kids to enjoy Because we're the beach. going on a longer trip in July. And so I feel like I justify to people why I love Miami. Like a lot of like adults with kids judge me, I think, for like thinking that like they go to like chill parts of Florida. If they go to Florida, I'm like, nah, we're going to Miami. We're going to Carbone. We're going to Coat. Yeah. Like <laughs> we are going to be on South Beach. Um, But because we're good parents, we're going to be in a different hotel for a couple of days at first with the water park for our kids. And then we'll be on South Beach. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take them. It is what it is. I was thinking about when the Everglades. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, how much or how bored I get on some of these trips because, like, you are fine with sitting by the pool. Yeah, when all he day. was saying he can't, I was like, and I would be so fine. happy drinking. You're fine. I wouldn't have someone to talk to. Yeah, you're fine sitting at the beach all day with the kids, whereas I get a little bit bored. Yes, and it's fine though. I'm like, you go out in the world, you do what yeah. you do. We'll be here. So we're gonna go to the Everglades, which will be nice. Yeah, I've tried to break this trip. Find up. some crocodiles. I was thinking I've been meaning to take the the big two jet ski, and I'll take them jet ski in one day. That'll be pretty cool. That'll be nice. Won't be too bad. I'm proud of you though, because you are anxious about a lot of things, but you're allowing the older two to have a little bit more freedom, and I think it's good for them. 
Okay, we got my son for his little graduation um, an Apple Watch, mostly because there's a chance he could start walking to his new school that he's going to um, next year. And so I like was like, you know, let's start getting him used to this and wearing this now in case like ever he is going to be walking. It's like just a few blocks like um, and we can like track him. Um, so I set up, it's set up as a child's watch. Like my daughter has a phone and it's set up, she's older, but it's set up as a child's phone. Um, but they both have Apple cash from them, which like with my old, with my daughter, it comes in handy so much for me. Cause I'll be like, I'm going to wait right here outside double park. You run in and pick up, you know, all of our Starbucks for breakfast. I'm going to Apple cash you enough money for it. Um, or not Starbucks. Cause I just ordered that on the app. That's a bad example, but other times like that. So we got our son a watch and at the beach where we, we were, I, yeah, at the beach first of all it's annoying because if he's not with you he'll just call you like aggressively like and like he doesn't accept answers that he does not want to hear very well Mm -hmm. Um, he just he just like does not believe in them and so he'll call to ask something and it's like no deck call right back call back mom and i'm like oh my god because he could always do it from his ipad like he would do that if we were on a date and he were home on wi-fi but now but it's like i want him to be able to call us i want him you know to know that we're there but anyway so he had his apple watch on there we go and he went to um i didn't even hear anything you said by the way it's you're not what got me back on track. i wasn't talking to you i was talking to them um yeah i don't know why um and he went to, there's like a Wawa walking distance, but it's like such a quick walk from where my parents' house is that like you don't even notice the kids missing. You think they're just out riding their bike. So that's the reason I love um, taking them to Delaware is like, like they can just be outside more. So he disappeared to Wawa. So finally I thought to look at, because it's set up as a child's phone, um, to look at his transactions, like which I can see on my phone, on his Apple Watch. First of all, he conned his aunt and uncle into sending him $20. Um, each of them sent him $20. But two, like the amount of times he went to Wawa, presumably to buy candy, or a Slurpee Presumably. or a <laughs> I'm trying to have some like deniable. Like, no, like, oh, what do you think Maybe bought? he bought carrot sticks one time. No. Um, one time he got a bag of chips, which is better than, he came back, remember, and this type of stuff we used to get, where at least my cousins used to get from there. I didn't like candy as much when I was little, but like a bottle basically filled with blue sugar. Mm-hmm. Like so he came back drinking the bottle with like a slushy in one hand. And he claimed that when he, when I saw him, he, I was like looking angry. I was like, and he was like, yeah, this one's for Emmy. That's his younger sister who does not have any means of procuring herself snacks. And I said, well, we're about to go eat. I mean, oh, never mind. I forgot. She was mean to me earlier. <laughs> Put it on the counter. And I knew he was staying with his grandfather while me and the girls and my mom went yeah. to eat. So I was like, this little boy is just going to go get that off the counter. But whatever. Um, so, yes, they are independent. And I'm letting them have more independence. Although I did not intend to let them go to Wawa six times in one day um, the other day. Well, it's good for them. I deactivated his Apple Cash for a bit. We're not deact- blocked it for a bit after that. It's good um, for them. I yeah. mean, that part's not good for them. But I think just the both of them. A little yeah. bit of independence in the world. They'll be all right. Get out there. Get scared. Make some mistakes. Figure it out. As long as I don't they survive. Want any really big mistakes. Of course not. Nobody wants any big mistakes, but you have to give them a chance to get out there. I feel like that's more in line with your philosophy on like music. It's like you tend to think, um, or not music. I guess music and like I'm waiting for this guy. Food and in, in general. It's all where, delicious. Yeah, no, you I'm are going to a like, vegan restaurant tonight, you, though. You convince yourself that if you are like restrictive on these things with kids, then they're going to be like crazy about it once <laughs> they have access to it. So then, like, I, that's a little bit true, y'all. Why, why you don't apply that to uh, freedom? No, I, I know, don't but I do. Like, I mean, I, I let them do stuff. What are you saying? This week? No, generally. Okay. I mean, age appropriate. <clears throat> Excuse me. When was the first time I was going to let him like go out into the world on his own? Like at seven? Like what would have been better? Yep. Okay. Well, this parenting <laughs> lesson is done. Let him um, live his life. <laughs> Get out there. Make some mistakes. 
Skin your knee. Next, we can do a parenting podcast and we can bring in our three wonderful children to be like, see? Yeah, we got to bring them in here. It's summertime. They need to work. Everybody need to work. All right. Well, thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Adi. And thank you, Podville. We are out. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.